Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally as well as how to incorporate fine motor skills and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com as well as the new voice recordings on Anchor if you hear the new ad. So we're finishing up with a couple of different topics here in the end of the school semester. We're going to then take a summer hiatus and come back, God willing, with new stuff, more therapy tips, and even more therapy tips. And we're going to talk about OT's role across, across the continuum. Coming back with the start of the school year, let's finish up some therapy tips from yourtherapysource.com. Then we're going to talk about some cool things before we finish up for this semester. Today, let's talk reminders for proper letter formation and handwriting warm-up exercises. If you work in regional, if you're an OT, you work in a, in a non-special ed school, many of the goals work on handwriting. Somehow it felt to us to be the handwriting teachers, even though that's really not what we are, but it's a major specialty. Many things can be done by the OTs to help with handwriting, along with classroom tool usage, such as scissors, glue, and the like. But when it comes to handwriting, a lot of OTs groan about it. A lot of people don't like it so much. But it could be something fascinating and fun if we just figure out ways to come at it and ways to approach it. When I was in regional, which means a, a district school, a regular school, handwriting was something that came up a lot on kids' goals. But if we just sit down and do handwriting, no kid really wants to do that. We have to figure out ways to incorporate handwriting without the kids realizing that it's only handwriting that we're really worried about. So if I had a kid that was 10, 11, 12, and they love crossword puzzles, we could make our own crossword puzzles and write down the words. If we had a word find, we could write down the words. We could make sentences based on their favorite types of toys, do compare and contrast. A lot of times we talked about dinosaurs. who love dinosaurs. I had other kids who love different things, and we could talk about things. We could give definitions and the like, incorporating the writing skills without realizing writing skills. But if you find the things that the kids like, and then they could write about it, you could approach the handwriting without fully just sitting down saying, write for me the ABCs, numbers 1 to 10, and things like that. And here we also have different reminders. When you're writing the letters, we want them to have the right size, the right orientation, the right spacing and we want them to be able to write in the way with the functional grasp we want them to form the letters in the right way so a reminder is that we want them to always start to write each letter at the top if you're writing a t like mr t you go from the top left and you go across to the right to make the top part of the t and then from the the top horizontal line in the middle you go down to make the down part of the t don't start at the bottom of the t to make the t going down up and then and then left, right. No, you got to go left, right at the top of the T, and then you go up, down for the top of the T to the bottom. Then number two, for letters, they should be written on the line. You know, there's different types of paper, lots of different ideas how to write. You have the paper that has the top line, the dotted line, and the bottom line. That's really good. And when you have the bottom line, it should also be the bottom line is, pun intended, that the bottom line should be colored. It should be yellow or red. It's a nice visual cue for where the kids should see to put their letters. If it's just black dotted black, it's very hard, especially if it's line, line, line. The whole paper is lined down. It's hard for them to see where they should be writing and where they should put their letters. So they should have the lined paper. A lot of times I'm guilty of this. I'll give them whatever paper I have on hand, but really we should be giving them lined paper. And the bottom line you want them to write on on each section should be colored, red, yellow, or the like. And they should be written on the line. Let them write the letters on the line. We also, for number three, we want the letters and words to be spaced properly apart. 
We don't want it to be that it's the word spaced has a space after P, but not after C, not before E, not after D. They should be evenly spaced apart. And we should have them that the words should be spaced apart properly. So I use a popsicle stick for between words. Have the kids hold the popsicle stick in their non-writing hand, which is their non-dominant hand, which should be also helping them with the paper and then holding it the right way. And then they could also use, besides for a popsicle stick, they could use a little crayon or a little pencil to help them space out the words. And there should be spacing within the letters of the word, but really should be space properly apart not spread out crazy it shouldn't be the s on the left side of the page the p on the right side of the page and then a c e d if you're spelling the word spaced the size of the letter should be the correct height and width also if you have a kid who's using the capital e lowercase h capital i lowercase g capital h lowercase t to write out the word height that's not going to work we have to have them write the right height and the right width and if we need to make it a smaller line for them to realize to write smaller, then we could grade it up and make it to be different sized lines for the letters once they get used to that. But we want them to have the right spacing. We want them to write on the line. We want them to write from the top. And we want them to have the right sizing, size, space on the line and at the top. And we want to make sure that they're seated properly. We've talked about this before with the hips and the knees at 90 degrees and the feet on the floor. The desk should be one to two inches higher than the bent elbow. Again, 90, 90, 90, and the desk should be one to two inches higher than the bent elbow. Again, when it comes to writing, there's many different surfaces that could be used for pre-writing. They could do many different things, such as using even Play-Doh or writing in sand or writing in clay, writing in water or writing on water, different materials, dry erase and chalk. And then once we come to the pencil and the pen on the paper, we should have lined paper, with the top line, the middle dotted line, and the bottom line, and the bottom line should have the red or the or the yellow, the the visual cues. And again, we want to talk about space properly, writing on the line, correct height and width, and we want to make sure they're sitting properly. And just some warm up exercises for handwriting. The first ideas came with the help of yourtherapysource.com, and again now we're talking yourtherapysource.com. So for an example. We could do a chair push-up. You sit up tall in the chair with your feet on the floor. You place your hands on the side of the chair and lift your body up. Slowly lower your body back into the chair and repeat this 10 times. People, a lot of people, a lot of times mistakenly think that handwriting is really only in the fingers and the hand, but really it's a whole body exercise. We need to sit properly, posture properly, make sure that we have the right alignment, we have the right body awareness and the body using the pencil and the paper properly the whole hand making sure we're holding the paper properly and the other hand holding the pencil properly, good alignment and good posture equals good handwriting. Also, desk push-ups. Number two, sit up tall in the chair with your feet on the floor. Pace your hands and forearms on the top of the desk. Lean your face down toward your hands and push your forearms into the desktop as you sit back up. Repeat 10 times. Again, also the whole body should be good. And if we want to make sure that you have the good posture and the good alignment, we want to make sure that it's good to be able to do handwriting. So when you get the body to be stabilized, when you get them to be sitting properly and you get them to be, if you get them to be moving the desk, moving the body properly to get them to be posture properly, once we get the body good, then the hand can be good. So if, if there's no 
for example, if someone doesn't have the ability to control the musculature in the elbows and the shoulders, and they have, for example, if they're if their body moving around or shaking around, then they won't be able to hold the paper properly with the hands. So then there's also push and pull. Sit up straight in the chair with your feet on the floor. Put your arms together and push for five seconds. Clasp your fingers together and try to pull them apart for five seconds and repeat this three times, getting the hands to be working so that they could do good writing. The finger push-up. Sit up tall in the chair with your feet flat on the floor. Place your fingertips together. Bend and straighten your fingers, keeping the fingertips together the whole time. And repeat that ten times. And lastly, the finger pulls. So we had the finger push-ups. We had the push and pull of the hands. And now we have finger pulls. Sit in the chair with your feet flat on the floor. Grab each finger one at a time and gently squeeze and pull the finger. Squeeze and pull each finger and thumb on your hands. So we want to get the body warmed up. We have the chair push-ups, the desk push-ups, the pushing and the pull of the hands, the finger push-ups, and the finger pulls, getting your hands and body ready to write. And once you write, we have the right sizing and spacing and, and alignment and also writing on the line. And hopefully that'll be good ways to write well and functional for our children and for students and everyone around. Join us next time as we talk about 10 fun activities to get the help to get help the hands ready to write here on OT Talk with Mr. T, and I'm your host, Mr. T.